0: not only my privilege to gather the offering it's also my privilege to bring you the announcements of all the good things that are happening here at Bethel beginning with this uh, Wednesday night uh, be sure and come our, our meeting is going to be here in the sanctuary because we have a missionary our missionary uh, to Mexico Chris and Lizzie Truworthy uh, they've been here before and if you haven't see, heard him speak, he will invigorate you. So plan to be here on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. You'll be blessed. And also, the two things that are happening next Saturday, the 7th, Love Life is going to have their, their monthly uh, prayer walk to the, uh, uh, to the center, the pregnancy center, at uh, not the pregnancy center, the abortion clinic there in Chapel Hill. Be there at 9 o'clock. Pastor Larry will be sending out an email to to tell you all the specific. If you have any questions, ask Pastor Larry after. Also on Saturday, if you think this was good, and it was, it was fantastic, next Saturday evening we're going to have a night of worship. Not only are you going to be fed spiritually, but come early and brothers Gary Smith and T.J. Wilson, are they in the house? Right there. They can cook. They can grill. So be here early. Get some of that good food. Then come out here and work it out and worship. Uh, but don't just show up at 530 at uh, show up at 5:30 but there is a sign up sheet uh, in the foyer so they'll have enough food to uh, to feed you um, also next Sunday the pastoral search committee will be presenting the pastoral candidate we will all be uh, presenting you with, what we, what we thought makes him a good candidate for this church. So be here. We'll introduce him. We'll give you his name. We'll tell you all about him. Be here next Sunday. And finally, on the 27th, which is a whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you will get to meet him because he will be here to gr- meet and greet everybody. Beginning on Friday night... <clears throat> Be here on Friday night. Friday night is our potluck on 10-27. 20, Friday night is our potluck Friday, the last Friday of every month. So come, bring your plates and show them how, what good cooks you are because he's going to be here and he's going to be participating in prayer with us. Pastor Larry has long said, I want to see 40 people in prayer on Friday nights. Let's make it happen for Pastor Larry, okay? Friday night, bring your potluck dish, come ready to pray, and to meet the pastor. That is all. God bless you. Have a wonderful Sunday.
1: A lot happening. I have the privilege this morning of introducing our guests. And Sister Jolene, I know you're going to sing for us next, but are we going to? Would you come up and do the uh, offertory for us as well while we uh, get ready to do this? I've called her completely off guard, but do whatever you want. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to ask you to prepare yourself. We, we, I have the, we're going to take up another offering for our guests today. I have the privilege to introduce them. Uh, this is Mike and Jolene McAfee. Many of you know them. They've been here to our church before. Uh, we got to know Mike and Jolene. Uh, Pastor Don and Sister Carol had met them at a, at a conference sometime back. They've been and ministered to us before. So if you've been coming to Bethel for a while, you know them. And so each time we would be at either a regional or a national conference, they would always be a couple we would kind of hang out with a little bit. We, we would eat dinner with them and just got to know them and and just like them a lot. And so uh, we asked him at the last conference if he would come and minister to us here at our church. He hadn't been in a while, him and Sister Jolene, and, and we picked this Sunday. And uh, typically what we do is, you know... Traveling ministers often we get a hotel, but we wanted them to stay with us, and so they spent the weekend with us. And so we've really gotten to know them, and we still like them, and I think they still like us. Believe it or not. And and you know I couldn't help but that song we sang this morning said, "This is my story. This is my song." And what I got to know about them a little bit, and they got to know about us, is our story, our story of faith, our journey of faith. And no matter how we started, no matter how they started. We're praising our savior all the day long. And this is two people who love God. And I wanna tell you a little bit about them. So Mike founded Victory Christian Center in Iowa and he pastored that church for 17 years. He now leads One Touch Ministries which provides prophetic and strategic planning for pastors. He sits on the board of the Southeastern region and on the international board of our our fellowship. Uh, He and his wife Jolene have been married for 32 years and have two children, Matt, Matt, who works in a large church in Colorado, and he pastored the church for a while that, that Brother Mike founded, and his daughter Morgan, and I've had a t- I haven't met Matt, but I have met Morgan, and Morgan went on to go to law school at Regent University, and now she's a prosecutor uh, in, a, in a prosecutorial district down in Florida, so she's on the, she's on the good guy's side. And so uh, it, to me, it's just, it's just glorious to have him with us this morning. I'm, I'm so excited about what God's going to do. Through Jolene and, and Brother Mike. And I'm going to ask Jolene just to play something. I'm going to ask our ushers to come on forward if they will. And just bless them this morning. This is how Brother Mike now makes his living. And, uh, and, and you always are so faithful to that. But I do want to say this. If you give through the Bethel app. If you give through the Bethel app. And sometimes that's easiest like this. There's several things that you can mark on there. If you'll mark it as a reimbursement. I got a call from Michael Britt this morning. and said if they give to Mike and Jolene this morning. Have them mark it as a reimbursement. Embursement. But um, I'm going to pray and then we're going to take up the offering and then, boy, I can't wait to hear Sister Jolene sing this song. She She's going to sing about fear. And I ask her to sing it for me. If it's not for you, for me. Because fear is something that is prevalent in our society today. And maybe you're dealing with some fear this morning. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's some fear about your past. Maybe there's some fear about your future. I don't know. But She's anointed when she sings this song, and many of you have heard it sing it before. And as she begins to sing this song, if there's something something that Satan keeps in front of your eyes, he does mine at times, some fear, I want you to shut yourself in as she begins to sing that song and understand who you are in Christ and who you are to God as she begins to sing that. She's going to play. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your presence already. Thank you for Mike. And Jolene McAfee for the call that's in their life and the faithful call they've had to you for many years. And Lord, we look forward to seeing, God, what you're going to do through them to us today in Jesus' name.
2: I'm not one, I'm not prone to crying. I'm not, a, I'm not prone to crying. But the presence of God. Do you feel... met from the worship team I needed that the presence of God is prevalent and I believe that wherever the presence of God is the power of God is right there with Him. I don't know what you have entered into the house for but we used to sing a song that says you don't leave here like you came in Jesus name You feel the presence of God? We love this church so much. We've been here several times. We love Pastor Don and and, and Sister Carol. We love them so much. You have one of the best churches in the country, best churches that I have been in. And uh, this is home. For those of you that may not know us, you just need to know we're your brothers and sisters because this is our home. This is home to us. And um, as Pastor Don is at home today, we believe in the power of the Holy Ghost to infiltrate that house right now. In the presence of God, just to turn that house into the sanctuary where the very presence of God resides. We honor this morning. Pastor Larry and Tammy, we've enjoyed them every time we've gotten together, but I think our friendship has just went to a new level. We just think they're great. Man, I'm not a crier. I'm just not a crier. I just, the presence of God is just in this house today so much. Jolene, I want you to do that second verse here in a second, and then if you have something else, you you can do that, but let's pray. Would you all stand with me today? You know, oftentimes you'll hear a preacher say the presence of God has entered the house, and then you might hear a few other people clap, or you might see a couple people raise their hands because they feel him too. And you may sit in the pew and think, "But I don't feel him. I don't feel him. They seem to feel him, but I don't feel him." I want to tell you something. He's just the he's just the breath away. He's just a breath of way. If you just can say, close your eyes and just say, Jesus, come and have your way in this house today. God, today the, the praises have already gone up. God, I believe that you are in this house I don't simply believe it because of faith. I believe it because I feel you. I believe you want to do something special today, Father. Whether it's something that everybody can see or whether it's something secretively in people's hearts and minds, I believe that you want to touch us today. God, we come today and we say, Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in this house. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in each and every one of our hearts and each and every one of our lives. God, in each and every one of our lives, thy kingdom come, thy will be done just as it is in heaven. The mighty name of Jesus the Christ and those that are suffering from confusion, those that may be suffering today, with the spirit of fear. God, let the peace of God that passeth all understanding be theirs right now. Those that have come into the house sick and body, you are the great physician. Do your work. Those that may have come and they're lost, oh, the Savior is here. Save and deliver, set free the name of Jesus the Christ. We thank you for it. Amen. Why don't you just take a moment and just worship Him? Just take a moment and just worship Him. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Hallelujah to the great physician that brings healing to our body. Hallelujah to the Prince of Peace. Uh, thank You, Lord Jesus, for the, for the strength, the blood of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We magnify your name. You said it. Can we do real quick one more time, you said it, I believe it. said it. We believe it. Oh, wow. you have anything else? Alright, you may be seated. Let's just do real quick. I want to do, I I got a word and I'm going to move it quickly but let's just do and it reaches
3: and it reaches
2: Uh to the high the Lord.
3: The, the highest, highest man highest
2: someone would just praise the Lord a minute hallelujah to the Lamb of God hallelujah to the Lamb of God hallelujah to the Lamb of God
3: You paid the debt I owe, broke my chain.
2: Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. You may be seated a moment. I'm not going to be long with you. I know that that's always a dangerous thing when the preacher says that. But, um, <clears throat> but I'm not going to be long with you. I'm knocking at half my message even. Uh, but I have a word that I want us to look at real quick. Uh, I want us to look at the, the scripture. A couple of scriptures in Revelation chapter 20 verse 10. Now, when we read this, I did not come this morning to do a teaching on the end times or lead a discussion on the book of Revelation. However, the scriptures that we are about to read, I think, is very important for us to contemplate this morning. And I'm hoping that you don't forget the message when you walk out, but that you will read a look at this scripture and that you will contemplate it in your life. I want us to read that scripture in chapter 20 of Revelation and, it, and I'm reading verse 10, and it says this, "And the devil the, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever." I want' to read that one more time. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. One of the reasons why this scripture is so important is we always talk about the devil being defeated or we always talk about Jesus being the victor. But we do not think about the destiny of the devil or the sentencing of Satan. I want you to understand this morning, the devil's destiny is the lake of fire. Most Christians understand that, but somehow we don't really compute it. It does not seem to register to us. But I want it to register to every heart this morning that your enemy is not only defeated, but he has been sentenced. I want you to register, I wanted to register this morning because if we can understand the devil's destiny, if we can understand the devil's destiny, then we can truly, maybe we can truly understand how defeated he really is. If we can understand the devil's destiny, maybe, just maybe, if we can understand how defeated the devil is, maybe we will be able to understand how victorious Jesus is. And if we can understand how victorious Jesus is, maybe, just maybe, we can understand how more of a conqueror than we are. Maybe we can understand how victorious we are because we are in Christ. See, when Jesus said, it is finished, he wasn't playing around and he wasn't thinking about just writing a a nice little exclamation part somewhere in the Bible. He meant that the devil is defeated he has been de- destined, and he has been sentenced. Are you understanding what I mean today? Many people believe that Satan is trying to fill up hell because that is where his kingdom is, and he wants to rule and reign over people. Mm-mm. We can obviously see in this scripture that the lake of, that the lake of fire is his destiny. That though the devil's destiny is, is, that the devil's destiny is far from a kingdom, He doesn't rule, and he's not going to reign. He's going to be tormented. It is rather his punishment. And the devil was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone and shall be tormented day and night. One of the tremendous attributes of God is that he is a just God. We serve a just God. Anyone that understands justice understands that justice makes what is wrong right. It is, it is right that and just that a thief would be punished and that the victim would be restored. I want you to understand that the thief that comes to steal and kill and to destroy will be punished. And that which the locust worm has eaten from our lives will be restored. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? There is something within us that screams and begs for justice. We see that in the book of Genesis, don't we? Where where, where Cain killed Abel and, and God came to Cain and said, Where are your bro- Where is your brother? And he says, I'm not my brother's keeper. And he said, Abel's blood cries from the ground. He cries for justice. One of the things that we get discouraged about as we look at what's going on in the world, we ask God, is there any justice in the world today? I want you to understand that there is justice in the world. We serve a God that is just and that the thief that has come to steal and kill and to destroy will be thrown and will be punished. (laughs) Uh, We serve a just God and we are reminded of that. We see in John's revelation about how the devil is cast into the lake of fire and is tormented day and night forever and ever. We are talking about that same devil that walks around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. We're talking about the same devil that has touched many of our lives. He's touched many of our finances. He's touched many of our bodies. He's touched many of our loved ones. Is there any justice? Oh, yes. There is justice. He is defeated and we are conquerors. He is defeated and the God we serve is victorious. His sentence has been pronounced and he has been found guilty and sentenced to the lake of fire. We're talking about that same devil that we fight constantly in spiritual warfare. I know you probably look at CNN or you look at Fox News or you listen to a radio station or you read the newspaper and we wonder, we we wonder what is going on. Well, I'm telling you, we're in a spiritual battle and the battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities and powers of darkness, but we win. We often forget this is the same devil that we, we fight constantly in spiritual warfare. We often forget that our fight is not with man, but with principalities. We fight against the devil himself. And I'm here to tell you today, in the next few minutes that we have together, he has been sentenced. That same devil that robs the minds of the young and convinces them to get trapped upon drugs and fentanyl, he has been found guilty. And has been sentenced. That same devil that steals and kills and destroys. I have come to tell you that he is defeated. The same one that whispers into your ear those things that keep you up at night. And causes your heart to tremble. He is a liar. And he is defeated. He is a defeated foe. (laughs) Okay. He is defeated. And Jesus reminds us in John ten ten that though the devil has come to steal and to kill and to destroy, Jesus has come. I want you to know Jesus the victor, Jesus the victor has come and has come to give life and life more abundantly. God is a just God. Daniel tells us that the devil has come and, and, and I'm taking a little liberty because I'm not doing a full, full rundown on the book of Revelation or end times. But Daniel has told us that the devil or the Antichrist, his job is to wear out the saints. I go into a lot of churches and I see a lot of saints that has just been worn out. The devil has come to wear out the saints, but I still believe that those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall walk and not be weary, and they shall run. Are you hearing what I'm saying? My friends, we know according to 1 John 4 that the spirit of the Antichrist is already in the world. But I want you to know uh, the Holy Ghost has been released upon us in Acts chapter 2. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are a victorious people. I've come to remind you this morning that he is defeated and that Satan has been sentenced. You may say, well, preacher, then how come things seem to be getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse? It's a fair question. But I want you to know something. The devil is mad and the devil is scared. He knows better than we do because we often forget about his destiny. But he was there when he was sentenced. The devil is mad and he knows better than we do that his time is getting closer and closer as the clock strikes, as the clock ticks away. It's getting closer and closer to the day that he is thrown into the lake of fire. He's getting closer and closer to his destiny. And folks, he is scared. I'm gonna let you go here in just a minute, but I'd like for us to read just a second to Matthew chapter 8. Verse 28, and you remember the story. You remember the story of how Jesus was in the bow of the boat and and he was asleep and the waves came crashing in and they thought they they were going to die and they said, don't you care that that we die? And he he rebukes the wind. He rebukes the wind. He rebukes the wind and the sea and there was a great calm. And the men marveled saying, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? In verse 28 it says, and when he was come to the other side of the country of just genius, there met him two possessed with devils. Luke tells us, Luke gives us the story just a tad bit different with one. But he says that there are two men that have come out possessed with devils coming out of the tombs or the grave sites exceedingly fierce so that no man might pass by that way if you can imagine jesus gets off the boat he's in this country and two men that has been living in a cemetery come running out at him very fierce it freaked just about anybody out wouldn't it and it says in verse 29 and behold they cry out saying what have we to do with thee jesus thou son of god art thou come listen art thou come hither to torment us before our time i think that's an amazing passage of scripture never thought about it except this last few weeks that he they come out and they said are you, have you come to torment us before our times? See, we often forget. We Sometimes we look at the world and we think that the devil is the king and the devil is God and the, that the devil has power and we worry that he's going to touch our home somehow or he's going to touch our finances somehow. But I want you to know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And he has been, he has been found guilty and he's sentenced. And so these possessed people said, Are you come to? Torment us before our time. They know their destiny is the lake of fire. They haven't forgotten. They were there when Jesus came out of that tomb and they knew that their destiny was sealed. And I want you to know, isn't it an amazing thing that when Jesus said it is finished, they laid him in the tomb for three days. Three days later, he comes out of the tomb. And and, and our destiny was secured, and, and the enemy's destiny was finished. But oftentimes, oftentimes we forget, don't we? We get so wrapped up in the things of this world. We get so wrapped up in the news. We get so wrapped up in what is going on. We get so wrapped up in disappointments and fear and all of this other stuff that we forget that we serve a God. We don't even serve just a great God. We serve a God that has already said, it is finished and we win. Let me make it more personal. It is finished and you win. And everything that the enemy has stolen shall be returned. Because God is a just God. Think about it. Even when I have to lay this body down. ah, And the devil says, okay, well, we've kicked him to the curb. I want you to know that the Bible said that as soon as I sleep on this side, I wake on that side. We serve the resurrection and the life. And these demons that caused many people to fear, because they ran fiercely. And if the disciples were freaked out over a little bit of a storm, you can imagine how big their eyes came when they saw these men running to them. They fell at the master's feet. And they said, have you come to torment us before our time? Please. Please. If you're going to cast us out, which is a stupid phrase, because he has come to destroy the works of the enemy. He said, if you're going to cast us out, stupid question, because of course Jesus has come to heal the sick, to save the lost and to cast out demons. When you cast us out, send us into the pigs. And this enemy that you think is so huge and so big, And so muscular and so mighty falls at the feet of Jesus and begs, just let us go into the swine. And Jesus says, gives permission. He says, go. And the men were delivered. At the name of Jesus, demons still tremble. (laughs) Hmm. At the name of Jesus. And Bethel, we've had a great worship service. You feel the presence of God. But tomorrow, here in a few minutes, I ain't preaching until tomorrow. Here in a few minutes, we're going to walk out that door. And we're going to face the enemy. But we don't face him unprepared. Ah. We don't face him unprepared. We face him in the powerful name that is above every other name. The name of Jesus. I'm done. But I've come to tell you today that that enemy that has caused fear is scared. And I've come to tell you the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Sister Carol did communion the other day, and she reminded us of a phrase. She didn't finish the phrase, I don't think," but she reminded us of the phrase, "When the devil reminds you of your past, remind him of his future." You don't have to remind him of his future he hadn't forgotten. But you may have. And if you can remember that you fight an enemy that has already been destroyed. Has already been found guilty. And has already been sentenced. And not only has he already been sentenced... But in God's mind, he put your name in the land's book of life, and you're going to be rewarded. Everything that he stole, you get back. You win. Today, I don't know if you have fear, but tonight, we command that spirit to leave. I know we have to be discipled at at things, but we have to to declare a few things. And tonight, that enemy that that has come to steal and kill and to destroy areas of your life, we say right now, the blood of Jesus is against it. And every demon that has tormented the minds of people in this church, we say, the Lord Jesus rebuke thee. In Jesus' name. How are you feeling? Do you feel like you can go out and conquer the world? You should. Because he's already conquered the grave. Would you stand with me today? If you're here today and you're sickened body, First of all, if you're lost, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he's here today to save you. I'm going to invite you up. If you're here today and you're sick and body, we've already had a few people that's been prayed for today, but you're saying, I need someone to lay hands on me. The enemy has been tormenting me. Sickness, disease, discouragement, whatever. And you need the power of the Holy Spirit just just to cast that thing out. I want you to come forward. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. I want you to come forward. Come on. Come on.
1: You should walk out today and face the world a whole different way. Knowing that our enemy is defeated. And that we're more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors in him. I want to thank... um, brother Michael and sister Jolene for ministering to us today. If you didn't receive today, I just think it's because you didn't want to receive today. But we hope you have a great week. Uh, We look forward to seeing you Wednesday. We do have our missionary here with us Wednesday night. Please come Wednesday night. Next Saturday is our night of worship. If you haven't signed up for that for food, please do. But even if you're not going to come eat, please let's come and gather together and worship the Lord together. God bless you. We hope you have a great, great day.